Welcome to Fresh Set of Downs, PAFootballNews.com's weekly look at high school football from around the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. From Philly, across to the Berg, Mansfield down to York, and all areas in between. Whether you're a Bulldog, a Mustang, a Crusader, or a Millionaire, hosts Bruce Badgley and Daryl Daniel got you covered. There's just one question. Are you ready? Well, I hope you're ready because I think we are. Bruce Badgley, Daryl Daniel, uh, Billy Splain on the phone, and the world-famous Coach Joe Mays down here in the playoff basement uh, for our playoff edition of Fresh Set of Downs. Daryl, how you doing, my man? Spent a little bit of time, but uh, hey, it's playoff time. Definitely. I've been well. Uh, And we're getting ready to gear up. So like we talked about throughout the whole season, Coming in the second week of the playoffs, it's no more uh, participation trophy time. <laughs> it's, it's time to, to find out who's really, you know, put in that hard work in the off season and who's ready to go get it now. Yeah, you made a, a really good point because sometimes, you know, there's always this debate that's been going on is whether or not there are too many teams, you right. know, that, that make the playoffs. And, mm-hmm. you know, are there uh, the situations regarding, you know, is this just a – you know, like you said, a, a participation trophy for some of these schools. But once you get into this week, I mean, you know, it's it's real football at this particular point. And, uh, you know, a lot on the line. And we're going to be talking about really all of the brackets from uh, start with six five four three two one, um, And, uh, you know, some really great games. Joe, you've been uh, pretty busy the last couple of weeks as well, haven't you? Yeah, for sure, with uh, getting uh, the Bulldog Hour back up and covering the Wilson football team. Uh, you know, it's been been busy, but of course, it's uh, hey, it's that time of the year. It's when teams want to be playing still, and uh, I got to experience that with Wilson. And now with you guys here, get to talk about the rest of the teams around the state from 1A to 6A. And uh, well, I think that's your jumping off point right there, Bruce. Yeah, and uh, Billy, I mean, uh, Billy Splain... Uh uh, on the phone with us uh, all hour talking about, uh, you know, all the brackets, Billy. What have, uh, you know, you, you were pretty busy last week too, but, you know, it is, it's it's real football from here on in. Yeah, it is. It's real football. Um, uh, I just like to, you know, we're bringing up these brackets and, and you brought up the fact that a lot of people say about uh, too many games, too many teams. Um, I did a little something. I pulled up the brackets from 2013 when we were back in 4A. Uh, I found that the brackets were almost identical. We had probably 27 to 30 buys, and the entire first week were all blowouts. Yeah, I, I, you know, that was the overriding thing that I remember about the, you know, the four class system uh, was especially in 4A. You know, when you had a one versus 16, yeah, you know, and somebody who was 10 and 0 versus five and five, um, you know, yeah, it yeah. was awful. And District 3 didn't even jump into playoffs until a week later. So that whole area was basically a bye. Yeah. No, I mean, I think everybody, you know, we're, we're still getting our feet wet. I think this is really the the second rotation with the, uh, you know, six classification system. Um, first year of the second rotation where teams have had an opportunity to really kind of get their feet wet with all of this. But I, quite honestly, I don't think that the districts really have gotten their feet wet either i think that district three has been all over the map from last uh from the first go round to this go round adding teams adding more buys um so i think that there's still a lot of 
feeling out to do by not only the teams themselves, but uh, the you know the districts and trying to figure out and measure up what's actually best for the tournament overall, or what's the best way to feed you know into the PIAA. Um, granted, when they go into the PIAA tournament, I mean those teams are going to be there regardless of whether you had sixteen or eight or right. four, most likely. Right. But, uh, you know, how that feeds into there, I think all the districts are still trying to feel that out. What do you think, Daryl? Yeah, and it's crazy now. Um, I think back to my senior year in high school, uh, when when we were playing, it was only four teams making it to the district <laughs> playoffs. So you, yeah. play, you play one game, and then the next game you're in the district championship. So uh, my senior year, I remember we got beat out over mm-hmm. when they started the point system, when they started doing the points and stuff like that. So that was a little bit frustrating. So at the time, you know, which maybe had like an 18 playoff, but – Again, like Billy was saying, the more you start adding on, you start watering down the product, and it starts getting to the point where uh, you might play a first-round game, undefeated team against a 4-6 team. Uh, your best players go out get hurt in the first quarter, and yeah. now you lose that player in the second round, third round, when you need them, and hopefully get them back and make a championship game, and that may kill a season uh, single-handedly. So um, I, I think they'll get it right. It may take some time, but... Again, we got to make sure we're not watering down the product, and, and, and it's very competitive out there. Uh, again, at this time of the season, the guys who've earned it, we can't have a participating trophy at this time. So we uh, got to have the guys that earn it, you know, be in the playoffs. It's ironic you brought up the injury thing. Uh, Shady Side Academy, uh, one of our top teams in the state in single A, um, Dino Tomlin, he just uh, committed to – Maryland yesterday, his quarterback, the guy that throws him the ball, is Sky Moore. He's an incredible Division One athlete, out for the for the game this weekend, probably uh, injured, and they played a game that really didn't mean anything. Right. So, so well, I, what I'd like to see is I, I just think, you know I think we could just eliminate a whole week of playoffs. We really could. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> you know, discussed that before, but let's get into this. Yeah, uh, let's get into I, it. We're I gonna... know where I'd like to start. Go yeah, ahead. Let's start with uh, Daryl. Tell us about. Uh, we got St. Joe's Prep playing LaSalle College. Do we find out who St. Joe's is this week, or do they thump them again? Um, I, I think they're going to th- probably thump them, thump them again. I've been doing a lot of research on them and uh, doing some um, talking to a couple people. Um, I, I think they're rolling at this point. Um, LaSalle is going to go in. They're probably going to make some adjustments. You know, a lot of time at playoff time, you're going to add some new wrinkles in there. But uh, if if St. Joe's could withstand that first five to seven minutes of the first quarter. Uh, I think it'd be, um, I'm probably thinking like a 40 to probably 15, 14 type game. Uh, but I think St. Joe's would be in control. So I'll be surprised, not saying anything again, not taking anything from, away from LaSalle, but I just think St. Joe's is uh, hitting on all cylinders at this point. I like the Easton and Mayus matchup in the East. That, oh, yeah. that, that heck of a matchup there. That, those two teams are, you know, they've played before. They're familiar with each other. And I think that's going to be a really good game. Yeah, I think they're even, evenly matched in my opinion. Yeah, I think that, the, you know, the key thing there, too, is, you know, you know, part of what we're trying to do here as well is is project out over, you know, a couple of weeks. And, you know, we uh, <clears throat> we can see these matchups uh, that, uh, you know, the Emmaus uh, freedom, um, you know, uh, I think that that those two teams have got to be favored, mm-hmm. you know, to move out into a, an area championship. And you, you got to believe, quite honestly, that you know, in that whole bracket on, you know, on that side, um, that St. Joe Prep is has got to, you know, emerge out of that whole District 12 area there, too. But, 
I mean, uh, you know, in the uh, uh, District 7, I mean, the WPIAL, I mean, that side of the bracket there, uh, Billy, I mean, um, you know, North, North Allegheny, I mean, is, yeah. it, it just looks... They are big and strong. They've got some running backs. they got a couple kids with Division One recruits. Uh, um, they are they are the team to beat out there right now, uh, but don't leave Pine Richland out of it. I mean, they've got the experience. So, uh, and you wouldn't, happen, you uh, wouldn't give State College, you wouldn't give State College a shot to, to maybe upset those guys out in the later, later yeah, rounds. There. Yeah, I do give State College a shot. I think you know they're a good team. Uh, I talked to Matt last week after after their game with Chambersburg, and uh, you know the score wasn't indicative of of the game, but he said they're a tough team. You know, uh, they're a really good team. But uh, I think State College, you know, any team in the mid pen is battle tested. Yeah, definitely. Oh, clearly. I mean, uh, you know, you look at the schedule there. I mean, I did get a chance to see State College against Harrisburg, and, uh, you know, both of those teams, uh, you know, I've been pretty lucky that I've been able to see a lot of these teams this year and connect all the dots. Yeah. You know, on that side of the bracket, uh, you know, State College, pretty solid team, even though they lost to Harrisburg, who's another solid team who lost to Coatesville. I mean, you know, connecting the dots, you know, in in, in how we go through this thing is pretty amazing Let's talk about Harrisburg, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Joe? Yeah, Yeah, I guess guess I'm going to get to see them in person. It's been a few years since I've seen Harrisburg. I saw them at Wilson at Gersey Stadium in 2015 in the first round of the the district playoffs. Uh, Wilson... Uh, took it to them pretty good, and then Wilson had a back-to-back series with Harrisburg back in 2012 and 2013. Actually, Harrisburg got the best of Wilson in the regular season in 2012, but Wilson beat them in the district final that year. And uh, to a surprise of many, in 2013, Wilson actually went to Harrisburg at Severance Field and, and beat Harrisburg on the way to us back-to-back uh, undefeated regular seasons. Uh, it was kind of a jumping-off point, but I've been keeping up with Harrisburg through through people like Bruce and Daryl. They're my connection to those to those guys and uh they're they're quite the team. We all know that they, you know, they lost to Coachville at the beginning, but they've run the gauntlet in the mid pen and came out unscathed and you know, they had some some battles with Central Dolphin and State College, but at no point do I think were they ever really in jeopardy of being taken down. So obviously <clears throat> there's a huge, huge uh opportunity for Wilson, but they're gonna have to play uh, their best game of the year by far, and they they played some good you know halves or you know three quarters of a game. We saw in person here on PFN Friday Night Live. Bruce was there with Kerry uh, at Mannheim Central, where where the Wilson defense completely shut down Evan Simon and Tyler Flick. You know one of the better quarterback running back duos in the state, uh, but they couldn't get the win because the offense couldn't get things going, and that's not what you want to hear going against Harrisburg, who can do it in all three phases of the game, as they showed last week against Hemfield. Yeah, definitely. And and one of the things, one of my, you know, the guys, you know, I've been very fortunate to work with Wilson in this past offseason. And same thing, uh, a couple guys with Harrisburg, you know, mainly Kane Everson. And he's definitely in form now. Uh, he's been banged up through the season, but he's a, definitely he's a warrior. Uh, he's going to be ready to go. They understand after, you know, the hiccup they had last year with the Governor Mifflin game. You could say, what did you want about the rain or whatever, but they understand that hiccup is there. So, you know, I talked to some of those guys this week, and they under, they're treating everybody like they're the number one team in the state, and that's how they're going to approach this game. Um, and then after, you know, this past week, Wilson had red line and rain, pouring rain. Futrick um, made some unbelievable three big throws he had for touchdowns in the rain. So 
uh, Wilson will be ready to play. But again, you, you know, uh, like, you know, talking to some of the coaches this week, it's hard to duplicate the speed that Harrisburg has on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kane Everson, you, ju- you just can't duplicate it. So you got to have a go in there with a great game plan. Um, know what you got to do. You got to be sound with your assignments and understand that uh, when things break down, Everson's going to run. And then the thing, he's just not going to take off running. He's going to run. And if he sees somebody, he's going to let that ball go. So he's definitely a true dual threat. He can run. He can pass. So, you know, I think, you know, the biggest thing, Wilson's not going to be scared. But – and they're going to be ready to fight. But Harrisburg understands what they're going up against, and I don't think they're going to take him lightly at all. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to take anything away from the other side of the bracket where we just <clears throat> talked about St. Joe's and, and State right. College. Correct. Have you, guys, have you guys looked down the bracket? Mm-hmm. Harrisburg, Wilson, Central Dolphin, Mannheim Township. There's North Penn, the Chamonix. Downingtown West, you've got Coatesville, Garnet Valley. Come on right. to get through that bracket and get to that slot. Yeah, it, 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 it def- mean, that last side of the bracket definitely looks like a murderer's row. And quite honestly, the team that nobody's talking about that I think is, you know, is just waiting in the weeds is North Penn. I mean, they've had a mar. They're the number one seed in <laughs> District One, and everybody, you know, still. You know, they're just kind of out there. I, I, I just. I don't know. know. Daryl's talked about them. Daryl talks about them, don't you, Daryl? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we, we know the history of North Penn, uh, and, and I talked to a couple, couple of coaches down in Coastville this uh, a couple of days ago, and, uh, and I asked them, you know, how did he get the number one seed? And we kind of talked about how that happened, but um, you know, kind of the unfortunate thing is sometimes in your division, if you don't have enough six A's and five A's and four A's and stuff like that, that kind of hurts you on the the point system, but. Um, Everyone knows about North Penn. And another team, Bruce, you know, as you just said, we can't leave out is Garnet Valley. Yeah. No, uh, they're good. They're yeah, Garnet Valley had Coatesville on the ropes last year, and they were able to pull that game out. So another game, they run that veer. District it's, 1 yeah. is just uh, filled with landmines. In Definitely. My I mean, everywhere. Old school, you know, style of offense. Uh, that veer that uh, actually the high school, Conestoga Valley, used to run before we got there. Um so they run run it. They do a great job on defense. They're solid. They're big. They're physical. So, I mean, um, District 1, again, I mean, like you just look down there. It just it, It's not going to be easy coming out of there either. So, um, again, we're not, you know, crowning Harrisburg. We're not crowning Coastville. We're not crowning Township, St. Joe's. But we understand you still got to play the game. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, this is going to be very – from this week on, uh, we're going to be able to see and, and find out soon who, who is the top teams. Yeah, and yeah, 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 definitely, and that's that's a tough bracket. I mean, oh, yeah. the, the entire six A bracket. I mean, it's just there are some really, really, really good teams, and I would say that there are at least five teams that I'm looking at in this bracket right now that could win that win the state title. I, I'd be, I think you got six or eight, really. I mean, just, <laughs> quite honestly, yeah. really, I think any team, I mean, any six A team with only one loss, really yeah. has a legitimate opportunity. If I had to pick an underdog, it would be Emmaus. I mean, they oh, have. Yeah. Every week after week, they've done what they've had to do. Week after week, yeah, if I had to pick, call him an underdog, right? <laughs> and, and you know who else? We're not among, the, about? among the six A, yeah, right. We're not even talking about Pittsburgh Central Catholic either. So yeah. just imagine, like we're there's teams out there, and we're not talking. I mean, you know, we talked a little, a little bit about Pine Richland, but I mean, there's so many teams out there that are always in this position and always the opportunity to go to a state championship that we're not even talking about. So, I mean, six A. It, it look. It, I mean, it's going to be very, very exciting. I just, I can't wait to see it unfold. Yeah, it's, it's going to be terrifically uh, interesting. And uh, got Parkland too. 
need to talk about well, and, and, you know, Parkland struggled in the middle of the season, right. and there they are. Yeah, yeah. No, no absolutely. Right, right there where they always are. Uh, before we uh, close out the 6A chapter, I just want to, Bruce, I know you like this. Let's give a tip of the hat to Mifflin County. Uh, yeah, first. absolutely. Big win streak. Uh, Coach Coach Seckler has those guys on, on the comeback. Uh, they're not ready, I don't think, for prime time yet. But, uh, you know, you got to start building somewhere, and I think they're on their way. Well, they should have took a gigantic leap forward this year. So uh, I couldn't agree with you more there, Billy. Oh, Seneca Valley upset. Oh, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you said that, I thought you meant that, you know, we're not even talking about Central Catholic because they're gone. Oh, wow. You know, that's a team like Central Catholic that's gone. Wow. You know, yeah. so, I mean, you think about that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that. You, you just need to get the font bigger on the brackets, right. Billy. That's all. I mean, yeah, we're working on. It. Yeah. We're working on. It. That's okay. No, I mean, uh, you know, it's it, it just go, It's our first go with the brackets. Yeah. Um, so we we do know their flaws. Uh, the, uh, but on five A, I mean, it's you know really another um, you know each each section. It's hard yes. to. Really hard to pick a favorite, you know, because where do you want to start? I mean, exactly right. I mean, well, let's let's kind of let's start on the the uh, you know the the western side of the bracket there and kind of go up in the top there. I mean, a team that you know really has uh, kind of been on everybody's radar screen, and I think uh, you know a darling of everybody right now is Oil City. Quite honestly, um, yeah, they've yeah. Do, they've done very well. Hallidaysburg. Um, you know, really interesting to see those schools rise up and really be powerhouses, you know, in the whole state picture. I mean, not one that yeah. you're typically looking at that area as somebody that could really, you know, make it to Hershey. But quite honestly, both of those teams, in my mind, are very capable. Yeah, Holidaysburg's had a brutal schedule for a 5A team. They went down, uh, they went to Maryland. They played uh, They played Fort Hill, Maryland. You know, they're they're always yes. a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. They're incredible. Uh, they they took a beating to them. They of course they played six eight. They played uh, state college and you know state college beat them up pretty good. But Holiday's really good. Holidaysburg is a really good team. I went to see them last week up in the rain up at St. Francis University, otherwise known as the Pine Bowl. And uh, they're a good team. Brady Walters is a great quarterback. They you know they they put together some good drives. Uh, I, I I had them ranked early in the season, and I still think they have a chance to make some noise in the five A playoffs. You know, I I think they can make it through. Uh, let's give them a dark horse, and and if they can get through Oil City, I think they can get up to the semifinals. It's clear that uh, in my mind they've got the most favorable draw in the five A bracket to to get out there. I think would be. You know somebody like Holidaysburg, uh, because uh, Holidaysburg not, that, Oil City, yeah. not that anybody there is, uh, you know, uh, not uh, not going to be tough, or, difficult. But uh, you know, I kind of like them uh, to kind of work their way out. And then in the WPIAL side, I mean, is it is it is it is there anybody other than Gateway that you would recommend that that you would think is is coming out of there? I don't think so. Yeah. Hey, look, look I'll tell you what. Right now in the in the, in the Whitfield Penn Hills. Playing great football. I mean, they 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 had a big win last week. Um, they they scored a lot of points and won by 50, you know forty eight points. They've got McKeesport this week though. Uh, AJ or AJ Schaefer has that game for us, and uh, that I would call that the game of the week in the Whippeal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is definitely the game of the week, Whippeal. Uh, McKeesport. We saw them week zero. 
Uh, great team. Kanata Jackson is a heck of an athlete. Uh, he does everything that they need to do. Uh, but do you really believe that anybody uh, other than Gateway is coming out of that whole bracket? Listen, Peters Township is a team that could surprise. Peters Township is a very tough, rugged team. They've got some uh, tough guys under team. Logan Clark, he's a defensive end for those guys. He's got some guys like Navy and them looking at him. So uh, they play ball like like it's 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 it doesn't mean anything because they don't have a reputation. And Daryl, you know when you don't have a reputation on to to uphold, it, you play a little easier. Right. And there's no pressure on you. So you go out there and it's like no one's expecting you to win. So let's go out here and have fun. And That's right. and when you go out there with, with that mentality, especially if you're well coached, uh I mean you'd be surprised. That's how these up upset have you know, looking down at Seneca Valley and I was you know I, I guarantee they went out there and said, Hey, let's go out there and have some fun. Seniors be leaders. Let's do what we do and, and have fun. And next thing you know, they come out the field with a 15 14 victory. Right. And hey, look, at, look up the bracket a little bit. You'll see a little uh, Woodland Hills. Mm-hmm. Okay. They had a rough regular they season. Struggled during the regular season. Struggled. Took off our number 18 Mars last week. And here they are, right there. You know, a storied program, Woodland yes. Hills. Uh, they do a great job. And look who they're playing up against West Allegheny. West Allegheny, year after year, we talked about them before, they reload. So uh, I think that's an interesting game. I think West Allegheny has a shot at taking that one. But I like the Penn Hills and Sport. I call Peters Township my dark horse. Gateway. It's hard for me to find I'll be honest. It's hard for me to find a dark horse because I really think that Gateway is just the overwhelming favorite out there. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. They don't follow you. I would, well, uh, I think what everybody's looking forward to, and I think the reason now you know you guys know the Whippeal uh, doesn't see brackets or uh, through the season. They go in, they have a meeting, and they put their brackets together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what they do. So here you got Penn Hills and Gateway on a collision course on on that side of the bracket. Yeah, and of course right there in the middle you got uh, Bishop Wood uh, and Archbishop Ryan. They're going to meet up this week. Uh, they'll play the winner of that game plays Simon Grotz, and then it gets crazy. Uh, Daryl, what's your opinion on Archbishop Wood so far this year? What do you think? Um, I think they're a solid football team. Um, I, I definitely don't think that team they had last year, how physical and how – for a high school football team, I haven't seen an offensive line and a defensive line that physical. I mean, it would got to the point where that gateway quarterback didn't drop back. They were batting down passes out the line. He was throwing go routes. Yeah. yeah. Was that defensive? What was the defensive end's name? Yeah, I can't. I, yeah, number. I can't think of a big tall guy. Um, yeah. I mean, unbelievably physical. I mean, they run that a game. They're physical. Yeah. I mean, it was a. Two, you know, how do you come back from yeah. a two-time defending state championship? Too. Yeah. I mean, you know, how do you? You know, obviously, regardless of whether they're boundary or non-boundary school, right. I mean, you know, that level of excellence is very difficult to maintain. I mean. At, at any level. Right. So I think Kyle it'd be, Pitts. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, Pitts. Um, it would be interesting to see, though, this year with the coach, with the coaching change, uh, with the young guy out there. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, this year, I think, obviously, they've been doing a good job. They had, well, I think, two losses, but uh, um, out-of-state opponents. But um, I don't think they're the team they were last year, but they are. they will be there. I think they'll at least make it to – the semifinal before they might run into a tr- to any type of trouble, but um, I, I definitely see them being there again. But I'm not sure if they they're the team they were last year. I definitely don't think 
um, they're going to be that physically imposing. They were just absolutely dominating last year. And that's why I said 5A is a wide-open ticket this year, I think. Well, um, yeah. and, I, and I agree with you, especially in District 1. When you look at in District 1. Uh, How'd you like fi- to be Warwick this week? Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, but in District 1, I don't, I don't see that. I, I think that they're all so evenly matched yes. that, that well, it, it's going to be just, uh, you know, I mean, great, great football yeah, in that you really don't have somebody who's, you know, so overwhelmingly favored like, you know, Gateway and the Whippeal. Really, just about any of the top, really, six or eight teams uh, have every opportunity to win in District 1, in my view, anyway. And, uh, and who's, who's sitting there in the bottom of that bracket? Well, York High, baby. What happened at York High this weekend? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, four, what was it, 463 uh, in the first round right. game? Five touchdowns. Right. So what what I'm interested to see, though, once they get out of York County, what they do uh, with those teams, because, uh, you know, playing against Northern York, I think, or Northern, Northern, I think it was. Um, but I, I'm interested to see what he does this week, you know, as they, sit, get, they get into teams that are not in York. So I think they'll be the same team, but I, I'm just really interested to see how they do. I, I am, too. I saw them last year. I mean, this was a this was a team that was 9-1. and one. You know, they came to Governor Mifflin. It wasn't even competitive. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I'm really anxious to see that, too. Am I expecting that? No, there's no way. I think that they're a much better yeah. team this year than they were last year. I think last year it was a function of strength of schedule. And I think, you know, maybe it was a little bit, well, we thought it was a, a little bit down there. You know, New York Adams, it's always the uh, – the great unknown, you know, these teams always have great regular seasons and then just underperform in the postseason. But I, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Joe always gets on me about <laughs> you know, the, uh, the York, York Adams here, but I really feel strongly about, you know, I, I've been an advocate that, that somebody's going to rise up, you know, out of there and really make a, a deep run, not only in the playoffs here, but possibly even a district championship. It's hard for me to imagine that William Penn isn't that team right. this right. year from from York Adams. I mean, with yeah. transcendent player, with uh, good defense, um, yeah. right? And they and they have a quarterback and throw the ball. A lot of times, situations like that, you're like, well, if they stop the run, can they throw? And they can. Mm-hmm. They can. So so, so just I, I I hope you know I, I'm pulling for them. You know, I talked to Dejour uh, last week, and I I'm 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 pulling for them. <laughs> I mean, I just I think they it'd be nice to see them get it done. It'd be nice to see them get it done. And I think look, if they get rolling, look, was that? Look at the history of the York High football teams. I mean, they at this point they've all usually hit a wall. Right, right. I know. I know. We, every year, you know, just like just like Joe put all all those stats about, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, you know Wilson's uh, record against York Adams opponents in the playoffs for yeah, do you I like don't know that? how many years that was. That I know, was look, for you, Bruce. Was, I know it was for me. You know, I mean, so obviously. You know, I'm I'm you know doing these things based on you know a lot on you know hoping that that conference elevates itself to really relevancy in District Three because over the last few years, you know they really haven't been relevant in in the playoff picture in District Three. So uh, I think it's only good for District Three if York Adams can elevate themselves into uh into at least somebody appearing in the district title game in one of the classifications. And and I think that William Penn, 
um, is one of those could be one of those teams. Yeah. Quite honestly, I think they have the best shot. Their yes. midseason loss to Red Lion is head scratching. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't get that. But Red Lion, but Red Lion beat uh, somebody else too. I mean, not only did they beat William Penn, but they think they beat uh, Central York yeah, too. Central York, yeah. So you know, they 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 play well against the heavyweights, and uh, you know, had had some difficult times elsewhere. But um, and and just like you talked about, Billy. I mean, in the top side of the bracket, holy moly! Uh, uh, look, I picked Warwick to win Section One of the LL League. Um, you know they lost a couple games. <laughs> the eye test tells me that those—that's the most talented team in five A in District Three. Period. Now they're the number five seed, okay? But that's just yeah, the eye lost. test. That's just the eye test. They—they they took those two losses, and uh, you know those were one of the one was a head scratcher too. I mean, you know, it, and that's well, just they lost the, the township, yeah. and they lost at Mannheim yeah. Central. I mean, the, you know, the, they're the not they're not losing game. to slouch teams. Yeah, but it, I, I thought they had a better shot than Township did. But uh, you know, it's just the way things are going this year. It's it's amazing. Yeah, but, I, like I said, I, I teams, think that. But who do they play this week? Well, they're uh, Cedar Cliff, who I saw last week. Um, Is there? A- even the playoffs right now, guys. Is there? No, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like Cedar, that's one of those teams you don't want to play. <laughs> I mean, they're. they're I, mean, I would favor Warwick in yeah, this game. I, yeah. I really would. I mean, mm-hmm. seeing both of these teams, um, and I, I would favor Warwick in that game. Um, and like I said, I don't have any dog in the fight. That's just eye test of watching these teams both perform this year, and uh, and and quite honestly. Warwick is my dark horse to come out of District 3 5A. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, it's not a dark horse because I thought they've been, right. you know, uh, you know, a talented team all along. I think that they've got a great combination of uh, tremendous uh, skill players along with really uh, uh, a good uh, offensive uh, line. Yeah. Um, and then coupled with uh, they finally settled at a quarterback. And when they settled at him, Joe, how many yards did he have against Wilson? Let's not let's not go there. <laughs> Five hundred and twenty-one set the all-time and, and record, or whatever. Anybody like watching that? that doesn't know, uh, Joe Mays uh, works with the Wilson Bulldogs. <laughs> but if you no, couldn't tell, not. But yeah, uh, but obviously that's my dark horse. Um, I think everybody favors Mannheim Central, but uh, it, it's anybody's race, just like per oh, it, It's anybody's race, really, on through. that. And you got you know you go up above and you got Upper Dublin. I like Upper Dublin. I've liked them all year. I've had my eye on those guys. Uh, they run they run a good offense. I watched your film the other day. Um, they're 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 a very solid team. That you know if when clicking on all cylinders, they're a good team. So many solid teams in five. And Academy I Academy <laughs> Park. Look at Academy Park right there. I Come mean, on, Radnor. I mean, you know it. Yeah, like I said, you can go up and down the list. Um, that's why we play the games. That's why, uh, you know, we have shows like this so that uh, we can all kind of debate who we like, who we've seen. Um, you know, know. The, tre- the tremendous opportunity that, uh, you know, that I get thanks to, you know, covering all these games is the fact that I, I have been able to connect the dots with the exception of one team that I haven't seen. Um, in Bishop McDevitt, I mean, uh, I can pretty much connect the dots on all of the classifications, um, you know, in District Three, and uh, but uh, you know, that it's one, all going to be competitive. Great team, it is. I mean, my guys, you guys all go out there, you guys do the work, you see the teams, and 
when people say, you know, there's nobody covers all the state, I, I look at them and I say, are you kidding me? My guys are everywhere. They know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 so much fun, and this time of year is, is fantastic. I, I, I appreciate all the work you guys do. I really do. I mean, right from the bottom of my heart. Uh, if you want to see the game of the week, you always go where Brian Tashinsky is going. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yes. Just, just like, is that right or what? Yeah. is always at the game that ends on the, when the clock hits zero. Yeah. Every no. week. And we'll finish it off with uh let's let's go to Penwood and Innerboro. Penwood, Kennedy Poles, wide receiver, uh Daryl broke career receiving record for Delaware County. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, have a soft spot. he has a soft spot in his half for any receiver who yeah. breaks a record, that's for sure. Yeah, but, yep, yep. 1,869 yards in his career. Well, it's going to be really interesting. I guess the overriding thing on 5A, on the 5A, on at least the uh, District 3, District 1, is <laughs> anybody other than, uh, from about 8 to, to 10 teams really is, is likely to come out um, yeah. and, and make it to Hershey. And, uh, the, you know, that's, uh, that's a testament to the, you know, the, the, the coaching and the schools and the communities that support those teams because – it is an entire community effort um, to get a winning football team from fundraising to, you know, support to the parents. And uh, you have to give a, a real, te- uh, you know, kudos to all these communities and their support of their high school football teams. That's for sure. You're right about that. And right. uh, while, while we're going to 3A, uh, switching over brackets, I did a little research. I talked to – I had an interview today with the – we talked to a gentleman from the New York Times – uh, about a separate subject, but the same subject. We were talking about um, quarter about player coaches' uh, relationships when when they're with, with their sons, and how many of them have gone on to state championships together. Uh, so that was one of the topics I had today. And through the research I did, I found out that it's only happened twice in Pennsylvania. Wow. Uh, we know what happened last year with uh, the Michler Michlers one bike. And uh, then we discovered it only happened one other time, and that was a uh, Bob and Tyler Palco back, wow. back in the day. Yeah, that we was the only other play a pit. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was an interesting stat I came across, and then he asked me to do I'm some stats. So since we're talking about going to Hershey and we're talking about the playoffs, I'm going to throw <laughs> a few stats at you guys. Um, we have had so far to date 124. State championship games. Take a guess how many teams have won a state championship in Pennsylvania. 89. The number is 66. That's wow. it. Out of 124 games, 66. Wow. Have, that's really interesting. I know. That's really, I, I mean, and then you go on 42 teams have won a championship once. That's it. There are 42 one-time winners. Well, you know, that's... There's, what, th- almost 600 schools in the state that play football? Seven, 550. 550? Okay. Yeah. It, so it just shows you, the... you know, we're sitting here talking about that. That tells you how hard it is to win a state championship. I don't care what how many classifications you have. It's hard. Well, I think it, it says it speaks volumes for the fact that, you know, there are certain programs that are just historically, um, you know, better, uh, or have the, you know, the support or, um, 
programs, you know, yeah. from 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 the ground up. I, I think that you know it just doesn't happen when you change a coach. I mean, it happens oh. because from uh, Pee Wee Mites all the way up to you know, and Daryl knows this. It it's 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 a it's a program. It's a community, and it's got to permeate uh, a culture of winning and. Uh, 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 it has to perpetuate itself. And what it does is it says that that's really the the norm in Pennsylvania is that it's the same guys winning all the time, and that's because of the programs that they put together. What do you think, Darrell? Right. And, and, and those teams that win all the time, like like a Southern Columbia, a Mayhem Central, Archbishop Wood, if you look at their support, if you look at what they do from the high school down, I guarantee – it's almost a mirror image. Um, if you don't have support from the community, um, if you don't have people buying into what you're trying to get done, um, you, you, I mean, you may look out and have teams here and there, but you're not going to be a historic team. You're not going to be a team that's had 17 district championships, been to three or four or five state championships. Like Cumberland the, Valley. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I mean, they had a down year, but because they might not just have the, the athletes this year, but, the community, when there's communities shutting down and like Wilson historically begun because the community backs them, the parents are there. Um, you have everybody on board from the midget program all the way up. You don't have guys on a B team doing their thing, A team. Like you don't have junior high coaches doing what they want to do. Well, you, know, you have the alumni that, that support it as well. Look at the, obviously some of the guy, and I can only, obviously Joe knows this better than anybody, but the, the Wilson alumni are so invested. And when you have guys that, you know, you can put out there like Kerry Collins and Chad Henney and right. John Gilmore and, you know, that have played professional football. Right. Um, you know, the, it goes an Everybody awful long way. Listening to that list, Bruce just rattled off. Um, they play football in the east side of the state, too. So I want everybody in the west to realize that. <laughs> <laughs> and that I mean, was just one yeah, school. That, that was just on, one school. All, look at all the great guys come out of the west. You know, what do you got in the east? Right. Well, what did Bruce just say? You know. Right. So, I mean, right. I mean one guy's so, he's been. You know, before we move on, uh, you know, you'll see that right now when I read this list. Southern Columbia, 16 to the title game. Berwick, Cathedral Prep, Archbishop Wood, Catholic, Central Catholic, Mount Carmel, Clareton, CBW, TJ, Thomas Jefferson, St. Joe's in Rochester and North Allegheny, Bishop Guilfoyle. They, I mean, those are teams that you hear all year, every year. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you hear names and you talk about them. Upper St. Clair. Jim Render out there, man. Jim Jim does he does he does great stuff with not a lot of talent. Strathaven two and two. What happened to those guys? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I mean, uh, you know, it all ebbs and flows. But when it comes to the bottom line, it's a it's a culture, it's a program, it's community mm-hmm. that ultimately breeds winning in high school football in Pennsylvania. Clearly, yeah. yeah. One of them that you mentioned, Berwick, Billy's very familiar with that team, and they're part of 4A. That uh, you know, that's the bracket we're up to now. 4A. It's right. an interesting, uh, interesting group in 4A as well. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, Billy, you know that that whole group that uh, you know. Obviously, you got down on your on your Berwick uh, team there a little bit, but uh, you know they've got a good a shot as any, I think. Um, well, they changed quarterback. The Still have a discipline problem. They need to straighten that out. But uh, uh, they've changed quarterbacks. They're back on track. Uh, they're looking strong. Uh, not ready to anoint them back into the top ten yet. They got to show me that they can beat a big team. 
a big boy team, but uh, we we can mention their running back Owen Shoemaker. He's a bull, and, and Daryl, when you got a a bull that runs through the line and he and he can make a move too, you know that that's a nice thing to have. And uh, he just broke the career rushing record for uh, at Berwick, and Berwick's had impressive running backs over the year. Uh, John Pruitt went to Syracuse. Uh, Brian Smith. I mean, they just have had some really good running backs. So when you're the running back and you break a record at Berwick, you're doing something right. Well, I think, uh, you know, right now, and the one thing I was looking at is the weather uh, going into this game. But, you you know, you look at the weather across the state here, and, I mean, it's just stunk. I mean, you know. Uh, and and now I'm sitting there looking like, well, it's going to rain again this weekend, and then what are they calling for next week? Well, Arctic Blast. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, I was game? thinking about like, changing our logo to a submarine. How well, do that? I don't know. I mean, it might it have to be like a frozen submarine because starting next week, it looks like it's going to get cold. But, I mean, you focus on the running game. Those are yep. some of the things that, you know, you know, you've got these teams that are, you know, slinging the ball around or what have you. These teams that are grinded out guys that have had this running game, and that's you know, you point out with Berwick there, <laughs> bad weather, ground good, and pound. Good call, good that, call Bruce. I mean, that yeah, that, that might be the the good the good thing it's that, going to get. That's a good some. call on that, Bruce, because usually when I do my uh, Keystone Club uh, system, I usually have. 12 to 13 guys with 300 plus yards of passing this week, three, but running backs, 464, 315, 293, 270, 254, 250, 246. Daryl, that's running weather in that rain. Definitely. And if you think about what happened last year in the state championship, how cold and bad it was when Gateway played Archbishop Wood, they had a quarterback last year, what, passed for almost over 3,500 yards or 40-something touchdowns. I mean, it, it, the game was even the weather close. negated. Yeah, he could, he, I mean, he couldn't throw. He couldn't do yeah. anything. They just completely shut him down, and they just blew, they just ran the ball and ran the ball and ran the ball. The game ended up being a blowout. Yeah, no, yeah, well, you're right. Yeah, I was there. You I know, mean. Berwick. Okay, so Berwick plays Dallas, a team that beat beat them a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Valley View up there. They've got West Grant. I like Valley View to come out of that area and play Berwick, and then that you know Berwick's going to look for revenge after that thirty-five nothing whooping they took. Imhotep, Daryl, talk about Imhotep and John Bartram. Well, that's going to be another rematch. Uh, I was at that game eight six at the half, and then I think uh, Imhotep ended up winning thirty to eight. I think the score was in that game. So, <laughs> Imo, uh, Bar- John Bartram is going to be ready to go. Um, I think they had a good game plan in that first half, uh, but then Imhotep, you know, got it together in that second half and came out. So that's definitely not going to be easy game. Uh, Bartram had some athletes. That quarterback was unbelievable. He's running all over the place, making throws on the run. Uh, but they shut him down in the second half. But um, I think that's going to be a very good game. I see Emotep coming out on top. But I think it's going to be a different out- outcome as far as the score. I think it's going to be a little bit closer game. But um, I think Emotep is going to be ready to go. Um, this, is, this is a super rivalry. Uh, they don't like each other. It's one of those games. They really don't <laughs> like each other. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be really interesting there. I just think that, you know, the, those uh, uh, District 11, District 2 teams are, are, are having to go through, you know, uh, Imhotep there. It's going to be really interesting. I give Valley View a really good opportunity uh you know, I do too. You know, to, to make it out of there, I think that that's a really solid team. Um, yep. And quite honestly, I think the 4A bracket is going to – this is the one I think <laughs> yeah. 
that that you know they talk in the NFL where you know so many it, it, so many teams are going to flip. I think that the four A bracket is really what's going to flip this year. I think that you know teams that have not made it to Hershey the last few years or made it to the Final Four. I think up is down, down is up. I think we're going to see I, a completely yeah. different turnover there. I don't see I don't see Imhotep getting there. I don't see Cathedral Prep getting there. Um, and wow. uh, you know hey, it's. Hey, uh, let me let me just mention real quick. You know, one uh, down that bracket, you got Bethlehem Catholic and Pottsville. Um, we've seen Pottsville play. Uh, we know Bethlehem Catholic's a pretty good team. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Tishinsky is at that game. Seven to six, you should go. It'll be a close game. <laughs> Seven, <six>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, there might be quite honestly with the weather forecast again. I mean, yeah. there's going to be that's a lot a, well, of seven to six games. O'clock. I mean, that's a Saturday game at one o'clock. Oh, so that might that might be not too bad. Yeah, you never know. I mean, but uh, I, I do. I think that I think that we're going to get. I, I, let's just say I don't believe that we're going to see another Cathedral Prep Imhotep final. It's not going to be three years in a row. Thomas um, has a team that can take them, but there's another team that I've talked about all year long. Waiting in the wings. Um, they played Belfont this week. That's a big game, by the way, uh, up in the District yeah, 6 tonight. Yeah, Mr. Clearfield, Clearfield there, Clearfield, right? That is a huge, huge game. Now, Clearfield won that game earlier this year, but uh, Belfont is back. Okay, Belfont's playing some really, really, really good football this right now, and that's going to be a really good game. It's going to be an interesting game. I like I, Thomas Jefferson I like Clearfield. I really do. I, I like I like T. Uh, or, uh, you know, making it all the way to the to really the the final. Who's that? I like Thomas Jefferson. I think out of yeah, WPIAL, I think that they're Max Shaw's a really good running back. I mean, you know, he does a good job every week. He he makes my top players every week, so uh, you can't count them out. He had 224 yards of rushing this week. I think he had 250 yards of rushing last week. Uh, they have a couple Division One guys on their on the line. So Thomas Jefferson is a really good. Strong team. Bill Chirpak every year cranks out a team. Um, I just hope they just go out and play football. Now, they're playing against a team that uh, has lost three state championships, uh, according to my research today. Blackhawk this week. Blackhawk is back. They haven't been in state championship game since the early, since the early 90s. So wow. that's an interesting game. Uh, I think TJ comes out on top. Blackhawk's new. South Fayette, Bell Vernon. I think South Fayette comes through that bracket. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how far Clearfield gets. Uh, I think Clearfield will play Cathedral Prep very well, and I think Clearfield can beat Cathedral Prep if they don't let the mystic. Daryl, how do you get past that? The mystique of a team. Um, a lot, of, a lot of teams are going to see that this week, this weekend. That's right. Uh, so, you know, we were talking about that a little before we started the broadcast. You got to come out and play the game. At the end of the day, you're going to have on equipment. You're going to have on a, a, a mouthpiece in your mouth. And you got to put your hand in the ground. You got to line up, and you got to go play football. So they got to do the same. You're not playing against uh, superhuman be- uh, young men. So you got to go out there, play the game, be physical, do what you do. Um, don't be afraid of anything. I mean, it's football. Okay. You don't get hit. So I mean, if you go out there, you can't play against the lore. You can't play against the history. You just got to go out there and actually play the game of football, and you'll be surprised at what happened. Bishop yeah. McDevitt comes down the bracket. Uh, they've got West Perry. Conrad Weiser and Gettysburg. I think that's an interesting side of the bracket uh, with Birch and Lampeter and or is it Lampeter? Yeah, Lampeter. 
Lampeter. Milton yeah. Hershey and Susquehanna Township is is a is a good team. Yeah, I uh, they they play Milton Hershey, so that should be a good game this week. Yeah, I you know it's I think everybody in District Three uh, is figuring on a you know Burke's Catholic uh, McDevitt final, um, and I would favor Burke's Catholic because I think that that physically there isn't any team in four A that's. Uh, that's going to be able to match up with them. I think it, it comes down to a, you know, it's going to come down to a physical battle. They're going to go out there and they're going to smack you in the mouth. And there isn't anybody in 4A that can smack you in the I, mouth I'll, better I'll than Burke's Catholic. Um, I'll disagree with you. I'd like you to go watch Thomas Jefferson, some Thomas Jefferson film later on. That is a smash mouth, punch you in the face. Well, team. I, was, I was just talking about District Three there. I mean, oh, I, I totally, 3. yeah, okay, I, yeah. I, I totally agree with yeah. you too, Billy. I, I've been very impressed with. Thomas Jefferson. I mean, that's you know, if they that's going to be one heck. Of, whoever whoever comes out of District Three is going to have their hands full with whoever's obviously coming out of there. Which you know, to me, it looks like it's probably going to be you know Thomas Jefferson, and um, you know, it's going to be interesting. You know, on the opposite side of the bracket there too. I I I really like Valley View, and um, you know, it's, yeah, it's hard for. It's hard for me to think that Imhotep's going to get back. Uh, you know, uh, it, 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 you know, I mean, and three years in a row, result. wow, or right. four that's years in a row. to the program. It's just, you know, eventually things slow down. So, it, you know, it is what it is. Let's talk about uh, that Middletown, Wyoming, Mile missing game in, in 3 a Wow, it's going to be a really interesting, you know. I mean, uh, Middletown has uh, been to the state championship game, uh, you know, consecutive years, yeah. and, you know, unfortunately came out on the short end of the deal. Uh, I think that they're, you know, uh, with the exceptions, you know, pretty close, that, 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 that they're just as good. Um, but for Wyo, I mean, uh, that's a pretty physical team as well. And, and if somebody's going to have to be physical uh, with Middletown um, to give them a test, I think Wyo is physical. I saw them up against, uh, you know, Burke's Catholic just a couple weeks ago. Uh, saw Middletown against Milton Hershey, um, you know, early in the season when they won there. Uh, <laughs> quite honestly, Middletown is a 3A team, looks like a 5A team. I mean, they're physical and the way that they move and the talent that they've got, they're I really going to be a tough out. I mean, they're still going to be a really tough out. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, um, you know, in the way that it uh, – you know, all plays out with, uh, you know, Middletown and, and that side of the bracket. Uh, getting to see North Schuylkill against Pottsville was a pleasure. That is quite a 3A team. They can put a heavy backfield in there that looks like something from the old Washington Redskins. I mean, uh, so uh, it's going to be really interesting to see, uh, you know, in that top bracket between Middletown and North Schuylkill, in my mind, you know, obviously you've got Conway Legan in there, but physically those two teams are just, they're going to beat the heck out of you. And um, I, it, it is really difficult for me to say which team I, I would like. It, it's a real toss-up for me. I know that, you know, we talked about we're supposed to do bold predictions or whatever like that. I'm going with North. If somebody's going to put the gun in my head, I'm going to say North Schuylkill because I think that they've got a really good uh, team, very physical and uh, they've been battle-tested. Not that Middletown hasn't, but I think North Schuylkill's, uh, you know, battle-testing coming out of, uh, 
you know, the, the, the old anthracite league there between Tamaqua and Jim Thorpe and playing Pottsville. Yeah. I think that they're, they're really battle. Did, did, you just, did you just cruise over my man, Cole DeFranco from Notre Dame? I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't. You look, I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to, to, to really, you know, downplay anybody. I mean, it's, it's, it's one that, uh, that's you know, all, be, it, all, it, it, all these teams that are this far are yeah. there for a reason, and they're really that, quality teams. That and, North Google Notre Dame game, that is going to be one real good game. You've got all air versus, and I like you like it when you have an air and out team versus a ground and pound team. And, uh, you know, I know that's going to be a good game because Brian Tashinsky is covering that game. Well, North Schuylkill has got a <laughs> defensive line. Like, I mean, um, they, they got a junior. His name's Jake Green, and he uh, not only plays defensive tackle, but he plays fullback too. Uh, so he really gets after the quarterback well. I mean, that defensive uh-huh. line, they don't need to really um, blitz anybody because they'll just run you right over. So it's going to be really interesting to see, for me, whether or not that quarterback's going to have any time with that defensive front of North mm-hmm. Schuylkill um, as well. I'm not, uh, yeah. I'll am not. i be honest with you. I'm not uh, familiar enough with uh, – with uh, Notre Dame's, uh, you know, offensive line or size up front, but they're going to have their whoever they, they've got, they're going to have their hands full with North Google. I agree, they're a good team, and then you got Conwell Egan and New Hope, and uh, you know that Conwell Egan, you know, they've got a good team down below. You got Wyoming area coming up through the brackets there, and uh, they're going to run into a good Scranton prep team. I think, I think Wyoming area takes uh, Lakeland. I think prep goes over Western Wayne. Uh, this is the first time I've ever made picks, gentlemen, so write this down. Uh-oh. <laughs> I've never made picks. But go all. let's go all the way down to the bottom of the bracket. Uh, Lewisburg is there, sitting there. Uh, they were, if you guys remember, in our, in our rankings early in the season. They were in our statewide rankings. And then they lost one player. And, you know, when you're at 3A, when you lose a, a, a guy that has 17 touchdowns, yeah. that's a big hit. Uh, Dylan Fornato is back. Uh, his injury is healed. He was back on the field on last Friday night. So I just like to give a shout out to Dylan, you know, and glad to see you back on the field, man. Glad to see you back. That's a, it's a great thing when that can happen. And what are you thinking about Danville there? I mean, you know, they've had uh, a pretty solid season as well. I, I yeah, kind of like them. It's my like dark horse. I like them to get through. I'm not sure. I, you know, I think the Montoursville Lewisburg game is going to be a really good game, and they get through. So that that's a pretty good bracket. But I think I think the strength of the bracket is up top. You know, and then you know on the on the other side of the bracket, we've got Bedford and Westinghouse. You know, two five and five and and five and six teams. Uh, they're okay. We got Bald Eagle playing four stills. Like I said before, Bald Eagle lost a couple of their studs. So. Eh, I don't know where that game goes and where Bald Eagle goes. A couple of weeks ago, they were staking tenders right now. You know, I'd like to see them make a good run, but I think they're going to run into a buzzsaw when they hit the bottom of the bracket, and that's Grove City. Yeah, and even further down the bracket, I mean, that whole group's got to go through, you know, in my mind, Aliquippa, just like with you, Billy. You've you've been high on them all year, and, uh, you know. Yeah, I've been high, but I'm cautious. Because of their schedule, and it showed when they took a loss early a couple of weeks ago. I, I'm going to tell you about, about a team that's uh, could be a dark horse in that bracket is Derry. Uh, the Trojans are really hammering it. Uh, they got some. They've got a great defensive end back there. And, uh, they play some good football. So and Derry's clocking people. I mean, 46 to nothing over Central Valley. 
And you remember Central Valley was the team that beat Aliquippa. North Catholic's no, you know, pretty battle-tested team themselves. Uh, yeah, I Me mean, too. it's gonna be. It's. I mean, look, it's a dogfight from here on in. I mean, there's there's no easy games, and uh, you know, one turnover and you're going home. I mean, that's just the yeah. way it is. That's just yeah. The way I don't it, think there's a game out there, and you know, like Daryl said, Daryl Daryl's right. There, there are no gimmies anymore. Uh, 2A, I, I found to be very intriguing in the entire bracket. Um, you know, some of the teams that, you know, historically are are pretty good are kind of in the middle of the road this year. Uh, Dunmore, um, but, uh, it, you know, is one of those that come to mind. But it's quite honestly a shame that York Catholic and DeLone Catholic have to knock one of each other out there, you know, to uh, to move on. But you know, in my mind, those are boy, those are two of maybe the top top five or top ten teams in the state. They're gonna just kind of knock each other out there, you know, on the yeah. bottom side of that bracket. But uh, well, it wouldn't matter because look who's waiting on the top side of the bracket. Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 going to be very interesting. I mean, in two a um, Southern just, Columbia, the only it, interesting. Thing is to see how Southern Columbia how many points they're going to score before they get to Hershey. That's my opinion. Yeah. Unless if, if there were two teams out there on that side of the bracket, I think could stop them: Ligonier Valley or Richland. Those are two very good teams. Um, but Ligonier Valley, they'll get through Bellwood Annis pretty easily. Penns Valley. Let's talk about Penns Valley for 30, 13 seconds. Penns Valley is one of the biggest surprises of the playoffs this year. Two A team, they play a lot of four and five or three and four A teams, uh, kind of like the Steel and High Spire in the league they're in. Uh, they've got it together. They've got some great guys, and they only lose five guys to graduation this year. They've got a quarterback, Justin Sands, who's thrown for twenty six hundred yards already. And for a team like Penns Valley, two A team, that's a lot of yards for a quarterback. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, two, just kudos to them. They have the third; their tight end is third in in the nation. In uh, receiving, you know, Daryl, you see, uh, you know, a lot of these Southern Columbia guys on film. I mean, how how do these Southern Columbia athletes stack up? You know, forgetting about two A or whatever like that. I mean, you see these guys, and you know, moving on to the next level, you see what these, you know, Division One athletes look like. You see where these, you know, guys are going visits to and are being recruited by. I mean. Uh, how far above are they? You know, uh, of this entire bracket. Yeah, I I think they are. I mean, they show it on the field. They are that more dominant. Um, seeing some of the things they do on offense. Uh, you know, they're doing. They're running the the wing T, but they're doing a shotgun. Uh, they they change up a lot of the things and do different variations. Then, at the end of the day, you have a receiver that can run the route tree. Which uh, you know, if you're not a receiver, you don't understand that. Then. You're not a real wide receiver. So if you can only run go routes and post and that's it. I mean, this guy can run the route tree. He does a great job catching the ball with his hands. He's very physical. Uh, he's a big kid. Yeah, he's he, big. He, he's big. And so, I, I mean, I've seen some teams, they were trying to play bracket coverage. He still was beating it. You know, one-on-one. With the, and we're, with talking, the, we're talking about Julian uh, Fleming. Fleming. Yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, he's yeah. getting double teamed. Uh, he's doing a good job setting guys, setting them up, uh, double moving, uh, you know, little subtle moves. Like when you run to make a break, looking back. Using your eyes, using your head. Uh, I mean, he does a great job of running around. You have a quarterback and get him the ball. 
and they have running backs. To, I think the two brothers. I think they have two brothers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They, I mean, very Garcia physical. Brothers. Yeah, Garcia brothers. Physical. I mean, big, strong guy. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, they could probably bump all the way up to four, possibly five A, and just and, and give them a run. So, I think they're I, just I, that I good. Put, I would put them in four. I, I would say four. They could be a four A. Mm-hmm. I'm about five, but four. But, Bruce, if you, if you want to watch something pretty, pull up one of their tapes and watch oh. their offensive line work. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, it, it, watch absolutely. Watch their offensive line. It's a thing of beauty, isn't it, Daryl? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the pulling of the guards, the so- I mean, the tackles stepping correctly, sealing ends off. Uh, I mean, they're running traps, and the run back is getting about four or five yards on the field before he gets to that first contact. Uh, I mean, so that's a good sign. I mean, you just tell they're very well coached. Uh, and some teams you look at it's like, ah, you know, they're just maybe better athletes, but they're very well coached. And they're, you know, very, you can see the, the linemen look like they're technicians. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, but and let's not, and that's that whole yet. cultural thing we talked yeah. about. You know, I mean, how many yeah. championships have they won and everything else? It's just this culture of winning and culture of, of football that a community just basically embraces. And that's what they're about. And that's Southern Columbia. Clearly. Uh, let's not let's not give them a title yet though, because there's a couple of teams out there that have been in Hershey before. Uh, let's uh, Steel Valley is playing really really good football out in District Seven. They are playing some of their best football all year. Uh, Todd Hill, he's a linebacker and runs the ball too. He's he's a beast. I mean, Todd Hill is an athlete. He, he's a very good athlete. Uh, their their running back uh, Cam Williams is a good running back too. Uh, and you know they've been to Hershey before. We've seen it. So Steel Steel Valley has a chance to come out of District Seven. Uh, don't count out Washington. That's a good team too. They've got guys that are in my top performers every week too. So that's going to be a tough bracket to get through. Freedom Bulldogs, Cody Ross, and all those guys at, at Freedom. We'll give them a shout out because boy, they had they had a tough one this week against Avonworth who. Avon Worth has some athletes, and if anybody wants a six foot four tight end type player, and you need to contact the Freedom area, or I'm sorry, Avon Worth, and take a look at Turner Grau. The kid's amazing, but uh, Freedom plays good football. So I mean, anything can happen in that bracket. Charleroi, they've been mowing people over. Now they're shady side sitting up there at the top of the bracket. We just talked about them, and when you're a two eight team. And one of your main weapons is your quarterback to a receiver that goes to it's going to Maryland, and he's down with an injury. That that really hurts yeah, you. Sure. It's mean, like that's... one of the favorites to come through. But then look who's on the bottom of that bracket, gentlemen. They've been there last year, Wilmington. I mean, well, that, it's I'm it's going to be people. interesting. I, I, but quite honestly, I mean, you know, it's it's Southern Columbia is such an overwhelming favorite. It's yeah. really really hard to. To move, uh, to move beyond them. And, and in the A bracket, I mean, it's going to be really interesting. Um, it's nice to see, uh, you know, I got to see, uh, you know, Homer Center a little bit last year. Um, but on the A side, uh, I think it's really up for grabs. What do you think, Billy? Oh, boy, anybody can win that. Junie out of Valley was expecting to win, you know, to be undefeated. They, they've got two losses. It's a, the ICC is a very tough league with Junie out of Valley and Bellwood Annis and, uh, you know, just a bunch of really good teams, and they mow each other over. Then you got look – look who's down there, Bishop Billfoil. They're back in action, and yeah. they're back. Now, you remember uh, Homer Center ended Gilfoil's run. Mm-hmm. So – uh, that's going to be an interesting game. 
Northern Cambria is a decent team. Halifax gets to buy this week. And uh, there's, you know, Williams Valley, they've got it tough. They're playing without their starting quarterback. I went to see Williams Valley, and it was really cool to see because they played Marion Catholic. And that that's old school to me. You know, that's old cold cracker football. So it was good to be at that game that night, and I really enjoyed the time there. But Lackawanna Trail plays good football. Uh, I think I think the representative uh, from the other side of the bracket, I mean, I, I can't make a call on the left side of the bracket. I can't. And anybody Halifax is going to be a tough out. They really are. They, I think that they are going to be a tough out. And and they, you know they threw no phone of their own to get a rest because uh, District Twelve pulled their teams. On the other side of their bracket, you've got Shade. Shade had all year. They've been undefeated. They've just been hammering it out and playing good football. Uh, but then right underneath, who who does Shade play next week if they get through Conemaugh Township? Farrell. Farrell is probably the overwhelming favorite on this bracket. Clarion Limestone, they're running back. I told you guys last week, he, he had two weeks in a row where he went over 350 yards. This week, he was held to a paltry 254 yards. Paltry. Paltry. <laughs> yeah. And then down below, you got Jeanette, Rochester. Cottersport, one of my favorites. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah, Cotter Sport and Clarion Limestone. Cotter Sport is a surprise this year. They're actually not a bad team. Yeah, no. That bracket down below with Jeanette and Rochester, boy, that's a bracket. And Clarion and OLS, look at look at that score. Amani Christian, remember we had them ranked mm-hmm. sixty to six. So well, it, you know, <laughs> like like Daryl always said, this is high school football. And anything can happen, and and I'm sure that between now and the time that uh, you know we get to Hershey, you know there's going to be a lot of things uh, happen. I know we've had an opportunity to really kind of look at uh, you know all of the brackets, give our opinions, um, you know. But uh, the one thing that yeah. I think we all can say is that uh, you know this is the best time of year. Um, you know, there's there's just something about playoff football. The the winner go home game that uh, not only creates uh, you know excitement on the field, but you know for me along the sidelines you can feel it. Daryl's on the sidelines all the time of these games. Billy, you too. I mean, we all are along the sidelines during these games, and it's the most fantastic feeling in the world for me. Um, in on one side for the winning team, but on the losing team for you know these guys that have put all this effort and time, and it's not only the the coaches, but it's the players, it's the family, uh-huh. it's the communities. That's tough. Yeah, I, I get the same feeling with you, Bruce. And uh, you know, to close out the brackets, you know, if you, if anybody's looking for another great game to go to, um, Brian Tushinsky has covered Saucon and Northwestern. So hey. You know, he's just a Brian. machine. He's a machine, <laughs> is all. And uh, he's, he, I talked. I went. I covered him the game with a game two weeks ago, and uh, he said he's only seen, I think, one blowout this entire season. Well, that's that's pretty amazing. You know, we had we've had a lot of great uh, games this year. Even the Friday night live games we had were all competitive, all fun. Um, there's a lot of other great games that uh, we're going to have an opportunity to. You know, take a look at down the stretch. Um, I hope that everybody's enjoyed. You know, our little look into what into our crystal balls on. You know, <laughs> who we think yeah. is is going to win here. But I can tell you one thing: um, 
it probably isn't going to happen the way that we think it's going to happen. It's going to happen the way that those teams make it happen out on the field. And um, that's the important thing is that, uh, you know, it's going to be settled out on the field and we're all going to have a good time. Right, Joe? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> good. Always a good time. Anytime you can get under the Friday night lights or for some teams the Saturday afternoon sun, hopefully. Right, definitely. Not, yeah, not, not rain like last week. Oh, that's oh my God! Last week, I mean, I thankfully, hey, listen, I mean, my uh, the weather the, has been atrocious this entire season. It's been uh, my my theory is we're going to be rewarded with seventy degree days at Hershey this year. I think you're full of it. Uh, that's just <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> and, and before we go, I just want to definitely get. A, I see Joe has that up here. Uh, Anthony Myers. Um, it was diagnosed, I think it was two weeks ago, with a uh, brain cancer. Yeah. So, young man, I've worked with uh, for about a year now. He's a part of the uh, Burks Catholic uh, football team. Yep, he's a uh, sophomore. Yeah, he's a sophomore. So, uh, shouts out there, very strong. I mean, guys still out there working on. Sometimes we go, hey man, stop running around. He's always running around yeah. catching the ball and very positive. And and uh, we're hoping for the best. Uh, and I think he'll be fine. Uh, you know, everybody's you know uh, supporting him on November seventeenth. They're going to have a, a fundraiser for him and his family stuff. Yeah, like that, the so. Need Planetarium in in, in Reading or yeah. just outside of Reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're interested in uh, learning more about Anthony uh, or supporting him, you can go to uh, Team Seventeen Strong dot org. Yeah, yeah, we're retweeting that all the time. Yeah, we're retweeting that all the time. I know Billy is, and you know, kind of a. Kind of a soft spot uh, for us on that, uh, you know, with Anthony being local and what have you. So here to Reading, but uh, you know, it's been a great run with uh, fresh set of downs. Even the uh, the uh, Joe's PA football playoff basement edition here. Uh, no, we've had a... <laughs> and it's not the Joe's playoff football basement. Edition. Well, it's the it's it... a fresh set of downs. It was and it's but... <laughs> road to Hershey, the playoff edition. <laughs> Well, we are not basement. We are in a studio. Joe's a professional. Right. Joe, well, uh, it's it's a lovely in the lovely basement studio of uh, Pennsylvania football news. But no, hey it's guys, been. Let, a, me, it's, let me give another shout out. Okay, um, speaking of injuries, uh, if you remember in the beginning of the season, Jersey Shore had a young man who took a head-to-head shot, Caleb Leone, and he's been in a coma. Uh, they declared him out of his coma this week, and wow. he's got a long road back. But. Uh, you know, kudos to him, and, and prayers go out to all these injured athletes, and uh, we hope they recover very well. So, yeah, I, uh, I think that's, uh, you know, um, the stories, make sure that, uh, you know, they get forwarded over to, to Billy at, at PA Football News, and I'm sure it'll get publicized, you know, the, the way that it needs to be, so. Yeah, and speaking of publicized, they, uh, I announced today on, our radio, on uh, the website and on Twitter uh, we are taking nominations from all coaches. I'll be sending an email out tomorrow for the first ever PFN coaches select all state team. So coaches, if you're listening, if you've got an email from me, then you're good to go. If you've never received an email from me, check your spam or send me an email so that we can get you in there and get you nominating your players and uh, you get to vote uh, coaches that, you know, that this is your all state team this year. So, Let's all help each other out, and let's pass this around. And you know, it's your it's your show this year, guys. Well, every coach that I see on the sidelines, uh, you know, I'll definitely be bringing up. You know that. Don't forget the vote. And uh, you know, everybody was saying that yesterday. Well, <laughs> the vote hasn't stopped here when it comes to football. That's right. So, but uh, that's great. Pull and, it up, Joe. What's the last graphic we have for the night? The last graphic. 
The last graphic, oh my. He's searching. I don't have an email from you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, you don't have an email. I do not. I sent one to some bulldogs. Oh wait, nope. There's nothing here from you. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Oh well. I, well maybe I, uh, maybe you can describe it, you Billy. It? You want me to? Well, is it on the? Is it on the site? No, it's no, not on it's the not site. On the site. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have an email from you. All right. I thought I sent you one, but I didn't. So anyway, uh, this is not our last show, guys. If you're if you're paying attention out there, we're going to be doing one more show. From a site to be determined, we thought we had it nailed down, but it kind of fell through today, but we have another site in mind. We are bringing back the title game preview show. We'll be doing it live from somewhere in Hershey. We'll let you know when. On Wednesday, December 6th, or is that December 5th? I'm sorry, Wednesday, December 5th, we'll be doing a live preview show from Hershey, and we're going to preview every single game. Uh, that'll be at eight o'clock on PFN on Pennsylvania Football News. Wow, that's uh, big news there, but one that uh, you know I think we're all looking forward to. I think you get down to those final twelve teams, and it becomes a really interesting dissection there. I know that uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I know that we'll probably have a roundtable discussion, or maybe it'll be just like a, a TV table discussion, like right. we had here tonight. Right, definitely. <laughs> But uh, anyway, Joe, a fantastic job all year. Um, you know, at, we were sorry that, uh, you know, you had the uh, the mishap with the flooding here in the basement, but that was, I guess, our benefit yeah. for a fresh set of downs that, uh, you know, we had you, uh, you know, along for the ride this year. Any final uh, comments from you? No, it was, uh, it was a great experience. Uh, you know, it was kind of one of those things that I, I lucked into with uh, the, the disaster at home turned into something fun on Wednesday nights. Uh, it was a busy football season. It's, uh, it's you know, disappointing to see it come to an end, but I'm looking forward to these next few weeks uh, and hopefully some great playoff games or championship games in December. And uh, my buddy Daryl Daniel, uh, you know, it, can't, it, it We got to know one another at the Big 33 game last year. Uh, we did a little highlight thing. Uh, you know, we were talked about, uh, you know, the Big 33 game there at halftime. Uh, was honored to, you know, that you, you know, said yes to, to do this show. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where it takes us, my friend. I mean, I, I hope that, uh, you know, things continue on for us. I'm pretty sure that that's going to happen. And, right. uh you know, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, you know, hopefully you, you had a great time this year. I mean, venturing off from your training into, you know, being a media guy. Isn't that what, like, athletes do now? Right. I mean, that's like the second life is you got to kind of go into, like, being, you know, in, in TV and, 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 you know, as an analyst. Right. Definitely. I mean, definitely it's fun. Um, and just being able to, you know, work with you guys and just kind of learn more as we go uh, as far as the game and, uh, different things of that nature. But, I mean, it's definitely been fun. Um, I enjoy talking about football. Obviously, it's my passion. Uh, and and the opportunities uh, football has allotted to me. It, it's been amazing. I was talking to someone about that today. Just because of football, I've been able to travel the world and do things that I probably would not have been able to do. So I've been very fortunate. So, you know, I always tell people you respect the game and it'll respect you back. So, But you got to definitely do things the right way. And, you know, I, I know it's a little bit different now. The game is different than when I played. But – um, the the respect factor is still there. You know, you got to still take care of your business, do what you're supposed to do, uh, and most importantly, um, 
you know, we talked about a little bit, I think week six or seven, if you don't handle your schoolwork and your grades, none of this matters. None of it matters. I mean, you can be the best player out there, but if you're, if you're, if your grades aren't where they need to be, um, uh, if you're not doing, you were supposed to do in the classroom, you're not disciplined. Uh, if you're getting in trouble, none of it matters. So, uh, you got to make sure you're, you, you know, you're taking care of your business and you're doing what you're supposed to do in order to be on the field when it's time to be on the field. Well, it's been a lot of fun for me. Um, yeah, appreciate, uh, obviously, uh, Billy as well. It's been a lot of fun, uh, you know, this year with this format. It'll be obviously a lot different format when we're out in Hershey in a couple weeks. And most of all, we appreciate everybody who's uh, followed us for this year. I think there hasn't been a place that we've gone where we haven't received really kind comments about fresh set of downs uh, from all over the state. I mean, you know, Billy, why don't you, and why don't you talk a little bit about, you know, all of the positive comments that you've received, you know, about fresh set of downs this, this year. I've heard from so many coaches and players, and it's not just in any section of the state. I've got players and coaches calling me or texting me or emailing me all over the place saying how great the show is and they're following along. Um, so we just ask, you know, Give us one more shot this year and uh, stick with us because we're coming back one more time. And it's a big one. It's the biggest one we'll do all year live from Hershey at a site to be determined. And we'll be doing – well, I think what we might actually end up doing is uh, inviting people down to hang out with us. And uh, we'll take questions from the wow, audience. live studio <laughs> audience. Oh, yes. my God. Just like Dr. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, only better. Only better. Right? Only better. Okay, all right. Maybe I'm we'll do it. Maybe maybe it'll be like a fresh set of downs, yeah. Jerry Springer edition or right. something. You know? Yeah, we maybe have Daryl Daniels. We're better. <laughs> That's funny. Well, listen. Thank you to all of our fans all year. We'll definitely look forward to seeing you in Hershey. If you do see us, if you do see us in Hershey, make sure you stop by, say hello. Um, I'm Bruce Badgley, Daryl Daniel, Coach Joe Mays. That's Billy Splain, and that's a wrap for Fresh Set of Downs. See you guys in Hershey. Set up. The clock has run out on this episode of PAFootballNews.com's Fresh Set of Downs. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PAFootballNews, at BatchleyBruce, at DoubleDStokes124, and at Coach Joe Mays. We'll return once again when those Friday night lights are ready to get switched back on.